This is Daisen Shubi XD Podcast, episode 158 for the week of January 4th, 2009. Welcome to Daisen Shubi X, the podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Daisen Shubi X. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. It is the core trio. Everyone's here to do our recap of the last year. Here in year rhymes, and I don't know where to go from there. Anyone else want to continue? Year fear. I fear 2009. (laughs) It should be 2009 is the year I fear. Is the year I fear. So let's drink some beer. Because that which must not be named is growing near. (laughs) (laughs) We will attend it and drink lots of beer. I love it. Mary's going to drink beer? No. Oh, okay. But the rest of you will. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> uh, let's say hello to everyone. We will start with a man off in Japan we haven't heard from in a while, Julian. Yes. Hey, dude, what's up? Well, you know, I uh, got back recently from a trip that I took over across the, I guess it's not the continent, but the island. Ah, yes. The mystery trip. Yeah, the mystery trip. Yes, but not very psychedelic, unfortunately. <laughs> Basically, I headed up north into the snow country. So I visited a bunch of areas along the Sea of Japan coast and then headed into the mountains. So I've seen Amano Hashidate, the so-called bridge to heaven, and ah. the city of Kanazawa and Obama and let's see what else. A very rustic village of Shirakawa with its special architecture and lots of trinket shops. It must be their chief source of income now, really. Uh, and let's see, Takayama, which is sometimes called Little Kyoto. And then it was back to Osaka. But I had a lot of fun. Did you run afoul any bears? Uh, I didn't see any bears, oh. unfortunately. Did, did you wrestle any bears along the way? Um, I, have feeling, <laughs> I have a feeling that they don't ex- really exist in Japan outside of Hokkaido anymore. But Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. You uh, dropped hints that you picked up a flyer or a pamphlet for something? Yes, that's right. Uh, give me of, details. At the risk of bringing down the podcast, uh, <laughs> I, know. I went to a theater to see the movie WALL-E, which finally came out in Japan. I don't know why, because the movie barely has any dialogue. But anyway, uh, it was just sitting in the thing, so I grabbed one, and I'll scan it later this week. Nice. Does it have any interesting tidbits, or Um, we're looking forward to it? It has a few details on the back. I haven't looked at it too closely for fear of bad luck. Ah, I hear you. What we've had with it, so... That's right. But I'll uh, see if I can look and find any interesting tidbits once I've gotten over that fear. No, I can't see you, but I could see you doing air quotes around the word interesting right there, and the tone of your voice. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, uh, let's keep going with the introductions. We have Mary over here. What's up? Yo, I don't have anything nearly exciting as traveling across the country to report, but I am here in my in my enjoying winter break outfit. That being comfy clothes. That being my alma mater sweatpants and sweatshirt. Nice. This is a wonderful podcast recording attire. Exactly. Because no one knows. Chillax. Do the kids still say that? Chillax. Uh, well, I still say it, which means that it's so not cool. I gotta drop overdone. it right now. That's right. Like a bad <laughs> Sorry for habit. Ruining your vocabulary there, Mary. Uh, you come to us from the mystic land of Temple of Trunks. Yes, it's a very queer land. A very queer land, huh? It's not that kind of site, though. I just wanted to say queer wow okay <laughs> sorry good times over there then i guess uh, yeah yeah i'm rocking my one update in 2008 so that's the most pathetic year i've ever had on the site Woo! out of it's a landmark how many years now uh this is going into my 11th year that is correct oh my god <laughs> i should say 11th year of existing do you want to put it that way sure Okay, because I mean, Greg's site still exists in some form, but I don't know that I would say he's, you know, had his site for 12 years now. Kind of strange. Uh, Okay, so that's Julian. That's Mary. That just leaves me. My name is Mike Vegito EX, and uh, Daizenshu EX is also entering its 11. No, it's entering its. 12th? It's 11 years old? How does it work? You started in 98? January 98. So it's your 11 year anniversary. That's correct. Uh, Because I started in like March or something. 
That's right. So, wow, we have sort of had a website for 11 sort years of. now. I don't know what this thing is. <laughs> well, because remember, I took a year off, but then when I went back to look at what I actually did on the site for that year, I did have lots of random updates and even shared some multimedia things. So <laughs> You just couldn't let it leave it alone. <laughs> exactly. I took a year off and made a single page that contained plenty of content that otherwise would have been elsewhere on the site. You're the kind of guy that would go on vacation and bring like your laptop with with you and tell your coworkers, oh, I, you can reach me my cell phone while I'm gone. I like, was, you just can't relax. You gotta, gotta work that shit. Mary, I checked my email once this entire break. I'm still once. It was once. Well, the only reason is because I never heard my BlackBerry go off, so I thought it was kind of strange that I got no emails. That's just because no one loves you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, 11 years of no one loving Dyson X. That's how we... And now I'm all depressed. Mary. Yes, we broadcast to lost souls. Our audience of three being ourselves. <laughs> this is far from the truth because we are the number one Dragon Ball podcast. Nice. We're also the first. You know how that goes. Are there any other Dragon Ball podcasts? Uh, sort of, kind of. Depends on what you consider a Dragon Ball podcast. We are your one and only all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site and podcast. Okay. So The other ones aren't encompassing at all. <laughs> They're slightly encompassing. They talk about certain very specific things. Uh, anyway, so we are all three here, and we are here to discuss this week on this show for you, 2008 in review, in retrospective. And uh, we'll cover all the news stories, all the big stuff, all the important things from the year. We'll check in with the predictions we made. We'll talk about the news stories, and we'll make predictions for next year. But before we get to all of the previous year's news, we need to talk about this year's news. Which here is now. All of... Uh, Four, two, uh, four days. three days. What <laughs> day is this? Julian. Yes. You told us a lot about this because you are familiar with the Japanese history and the stories and things that are passed down. There is now a fan sub of something. What is it? It's the Nippon Ijin Taisho, or the... Japan's great person grand prize, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty clunky translation, but that's what it means. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if you've actually checked this out, but San Gofei, and I've actually um, realized that I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm pronouncing it as if it were a Japanese word. For all I know, it's Sangof, but he's never corrected me, so I don't know. Anyways, he's coordinated a project to have it translated. And it's up. Have you checked it out at all? I haven't checked out the fan sub, but I'll uh, see what I can do later. Okay. I mean, it's pretty short. It's like 10 minutes long. They did a really good job with it. It's not entirely like a Dragon Ball special along the same lines as the Jump Anime Tour. I mean, Goku makes a special appearance and it's done with a similar style to Dragon Ball, but also similar maybe to One Piece. We talked a lot about it when it first aired over in Japan, but basically the news is that this has been fan subbed. Anyone have any comments? Awesome. I'll have to check it out. Okay, it Julian. Was fun. I liked it. Yeah. So you can uh, download it on our forum and I think Constantine has a link to up as well. So go check that out. That is the news. And it's not even oh, man, real news. 2009 is weak. I <laughs> know. 2009's got nothing on 08. So with that said, let's talk about 08. What I would like to do is kind of go month by month. We'll start with January and we'll lead up to basically last week. We'll talk about some of the biggest news stories. We'll cruise through them because you've heard us talk about them for the entire last year. And then we'll talk about two things. So Julian and Mary, as we're going through this, I need you guys to think about what you think the biggest surprise was from this year and what the most important story was. So we'll talk about those after we uh, go through everything. Then we'll check in with the predictions that we made for 2008. We'll see how well we did. And then we'll make our uh, new predictions for 2009. So let us start with January. I will get us going here. Number one story of the entire year is that Daisenshu EX turned 10 years old. Yes, that was the wow. biggest story of the year. In your own mind. In my own mind. No, I, I wanted to put that out there. Just, uh, you know, we hit 10. That was pretty good. Uh, Atari announces distribution of Burst Limit. We heard about it uh, at the end of 07, and uh, we didn't really know what was going on with Atari. They had all sorts of things going on, but they announced they would be distributing it. We learned oh, yes. that James Marsters was talking to TV Guide about the live-action movie that was kind of some getting 
anything out there into the official press talking about the live action movie other than just online things. Dragon Ball Z W Bakuretsu Impact comes out in Japan. This was a game from Dims, so developed by Dims, based on the game engine of the Budokai series. But Julian, can you give me a kind of a rundown of how, the, how this works? It's something to do with cards and... It's like cards and you go to a place that has a machine, which is either an arcade or sometimes like discount department stores will have right. them in the kids section just to keep them occupied while the parents do their shopping. <laughs> so you swipe the card and it gives your character powers or special moves and that sort of thing. Right, so you don't directly control, like, right-right, punch-punch-punch kind of stuff. Not really, yeah. Okay. Well, it looked cool, and we were all really hoping that they would kind of do something, like convert it over to a traditional fighting game, because there were more characters added, and uh, that didn't end up really going anywhere. Uh, Funimation officially announces... Through a Genfu Kanaka interview, so kind of put out there, not really officially, but it came from their CEO, president, whatever his role is, remastered DBZ movies would be coming. So that's on the heels of the TV season box sets. We learned that the movies would be coming as well. Dragon Ball Online updates. Finally, we got some stuff on the game. The official website updated with uh, a poster and some screenshots. We learned about the so-called Chozenshu CD box set. They announced that there would be a 13-disc music box set coming out, which encompassed all of the hit song collections and live stuff and some more recent releases. But we'll get to that in a little bit when it actually came out. Uh, The Super Survivor CD single was announced, also containing the Burst Limit opening theme and that kind of had a fun year. We'll get to that. We learned that Randall Duck Kim was going to be in the live-action movie as Grandpa Gohan. And I'm going to do a couple little things over the course of the year, just little things that we did on Daizenshu EX, so we can just kind of see what we actually accomplished over the course of the year. Uh, we started doing something called From the Past Fridays for a couple of weeks, where uh, I dug through some old archives, hard drive CDs, and uh, there's some Funimation voice samples that they were going to use for their dub of the original Dragon Ball when they were, went back to redo it. So we had up uh, a couple of weeks of sound files of that stuff. So that was January in a nutshell. Julian, why don't you take us through February? All right. Well, one of the first things we learned in February was that Toriyama, Akira Toriyama, he who created Dragon Ball, was to team up with Masakazu Katsura, which, uh, well, he does what? Set Man and that uh, one series about the girl who's a model. I believe it's Ease. Is that how it's pronounced? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, for a special one-shot in the May issue of Jump Square, Jump Square being the successor magazine to Monthly Jump, after Monthly Jump did the big one. Now, uh, this came about, uh, we might have it later on the thing, but uh, something called Sachiechan Gu, where Toriyama provided the character designs and the story, but Katsura did the final drawing. It's really trippy and funny and slightly scatological, but that's Toriyama for you. Anyway, moving on, we learned that the Viz Big release of Ruroni Kenshin was not doing all of the color pages in the manga, leading to speculation about Dragon Ball's treatment as well. Maybe we'll follow that up in a bit. Do you have something written down here? Uh, I don't remember. (laughs) So we'll find out uh, ourselves as we continue. Okay. And next up, Lantis updates the Super Survivor track listing to show the English versions of the theme songs. Now, this was something really big for 2008, and we may be seeing a trend as we continue here. I think so. Okay. A promotional trailer and gameplay for Dragon Ball Online leaked, and providing lots of interesting juiciness for those of us who were following it. Next up, Funimation announces at Katsukon that the Bardock and Trunks TV specials will also be coming to Blu-ray as a back-to-back sort of special feature, I guess. And then we have Bandai predicting that Dragon Ball would bring them 17.8 billion yen for the 2008 fiscal year, third only to Gundam and Power Rangers. And finally, we learn for Dragon Ball Online that there will be a new Majin race. Mary, why don't you take us through March here? Sure, March. Okay, Phil Harrison, he's the former head of Sony Worldwide Studios, moved from his role to uh, director over at uh, Infogrames. Don't know what that means. He was a pretty big name in the video game world. And uh, going from such a lead position at Sony over to Infogrames over there in Europe was kind of a big deal. Okay, yeah, Yeah. because Infogrames is small potatoes (laughs) in the grand scheme of things, one assumes. Who uh, does not want to join a company that's having some 
some serious issues. Uh, hey, you know what? They're actually doing pretty good right now. I think they profited last quarter. Whoa, so. profit. Ooh, profit. Is, is profited? Never mind, Mary. Okay. Uh, Super Survivor and uh, Cho Senchu were both delayed in this month. The uh, <sighs> live-action movie was also delayed uh, to April 2009. Originally, it was slated for August 2008. That didn't quite pan out. So, um, <laughs> March is shaping up to be the uh, month of delays and cancellations. The Super Survivor CD single orders were cancelled. Uh, Lantis claims that it's still coming out later that summer. Takashi Kusao, uh, the voice actor for Trunks, and Ryu Sanakao, the voice actor for Tambourine, Frieza, and Kula, were announced as guests for Animazement. And then Bandai announces a new collectible card game. And uh, on Mike's site, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is huge. Oh my god, he made some updates to the rumor guide. This, oh, you know, yeah. this has been a wow. fun oh. section this year. We've added uh, you know, some new things over there, so dig through it. And I don't remember what these specific updates were, but uh, we updated some stuff there. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> so, in an event of, to quote a phrase, epic failingness, uh, Atari was announced to be delisted from the NASDAQ. Ooh, sucks. Okay, and, and in awesome news, the Jam Project was announced, uh, announced as the main concert for Otakon 2008. Woohoo! And yet more uh, Daisenshu EX awesomeness if you follow that crazy crowd. Uh, the Dragon Ball GT ending analysis uh, tidbit based on our podcast episode 91 was put up on the site as well. Yeah, you know, I really like that page and I just wanted to re-give it attention. So, yeah. yeah, go check out the Dragon Ball GT ending analysis tidbit found That's in the tidbits right. section. Anyways, I'll continue on into April here. We learned that 21st Century Version CD was coming out with the Dragon Ball opening and ending and more. Didn't know a whole lot else about it, but we'll get back to it. Uh, IGN started up its What's Wrong with the DBZ series of articles and ended up being uh, about two parts long. All of them came out in April, all being two of them. The Chozenshu finally arrived. It came in in April. We did a huge review of it. It's over on the feature section. You can hear about it on the podcast. A wonderful 13-disc set, so that was great to finally see. Shonen Jump announced the Jump Super Anime Tour. And not only was there going to be this awesome tour, but new Dragon Ball was coming. And we learned this in April, and we were on the edge of our seats, and we would be getting more information as the year went on. So for right now in April, it's just, holy shit, it's new Dragon Ball. I peed my pants. And uh, in <laughs> other interesting Taizenshu EX news, <laughs> we did our second Inconsistencies video. Mary, this was the one with Cargo and yep. his change killer. That was a really fun one. And we also relaunched the filler guide over on the website, which actually just got three episodes added to it the other week. So that's been uh, really fun. Huge props over to Rachel for doing amazing work over there. So that will continue to be updated as the years go on. Uh, this big Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z were delayed a month. We were talking about not really sure what was going to happen with the color pages because of Kenshin. What's up with Dragon Ball? Well, they ended up getting delayed a month. So Julian, take us on over to May here. <clears throat> okay. So in May, we found out that Infogrames at that point owning 51.4% of Atari was going to wholly own it. That is Atari becoming a wholly owned subsidiary. Next up, DBZ and the Dragon Ball movies to get individual DVD releases in Japan. This follows up on the movies box set that was released a couple years ago there, but it follows the trend of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT there as well, where they had the gigantic super deluxe box sets first and then the individual releases. Next up, we have Burst Limit GameStop pre-order things, as well as the Burst Limit demo with a vocal opening. Incredible. For the U.S., anyway, because we never really got vocal openings here. Anyway, uh, next up, Viz was going to release a hardcover collector's edition version of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z volume number one. Let's see, after that, we had Dragon Ball DS announced, and uh, Shonen Jump released the fifth anniversary of the American edition. Well, they said they were going to release it. It didn't quite oh. come out just yet. This was kind of the month of Viz announcing they're going to do all this extra manga stuff. Ah, that's right. So the American Shonen Jump announced that they would have a fifth anniversary hardcover collector's edition. And then we have Viz planning on releasing manga box sets. All these different versions of the manga they're announcing here. All in the same month, too. Very strange. Next up, we have the Super Survivor CD single re-announced with a final track listing and coming out in July. So yay, it wasn't actually cancelled, just moved around. And then the Viz Big releases to the disappointment of many fans, including a certain person on this website, still censored, but 
Spain is getting the original Dragon Ball with their uh, DBZ and DBGT treatments. So we lose out and Spain gets cool stuff. Mm, uh, never mind. Uh, next up, we learn that Viz is going to release Daisenshu number one. Shock and consternation. I don't know. But it was definitely a surprise to me that we would have this. But anyway, moving on, the 21st Century CD, that is the one containing new 21st Century versions of the Dragon Ball themes, now called Inazuma Challenger, or Lightning Flash Challenger, if you prefer. And then we have Pan Presto having jump 40th anniversary things, including, and I still haven't got my hands on any of these, but uh, Goku slash Luffy crossover figures. I got them for my, myself and Mary. Yeah, so cool. it was quite a funny package that we got. It was two Mary and Mike from Santa Mike. <laughs> like, wow. Thanks, Santa Mike. It, it's not like I didn't get you uh, other I stuff. Think. Oh, I know, I know. It's just like, okay, well, if you just want to buy these for yourself, I mean, this is quite a clever way to disguise your That's wanting right. these for yourself. But yeah, we got the Goku and the Luffy crossover ones. They're guarding our television. They are. Mary, why don't you keep us going? Tell us about June. Ah, June. Okay, Region 2 DVD movies uh, releases. We're going to start with uh, Dragon Ball Z for once instead of Dragon Ball. Uh, Funimation finally uh, officially announces the Dragon Ball GT box sets, which we first mentioned in uh, December 2007. The Jump Anime Tour special was uh, found out to be based on an original Original concept by Akira Toriyama himself. Oh my god. Um, here's a hilarious story, one of our favorites. Uh, a 17 year old was issued a citation for trying to steal DBZ season 4 from his uh, Walmart. Was this down in Texas? I think it was somewhere Let's say in the yes, because it's funny to make fun of the South. <laughs> All right. Uh, we learned that Dragon Ball Online was licensed for China. Yay. Uh, Sparking Meteor uh, slash Burst Limit dual soundtrack listed uh, online on websites, I guess, wherever you buy find soundtracks. Uh, it ended up being just the Burst Limit soundtrack, not the Sparking Meteor soundtrack. The first mm. uh, promotional poster for the live-action movie was released, and... Oh, uh, don't say it! Oh, sorry, <laughs> the thing that shall not be named, and the we internet went on fire. We have to talk about it. Okay. Uh, we also discovered the... Not we, but collectively, fandom discovered the box art for the Dragon Ball GT Season 1 uh, box set, and it says, Remastered on it. <gasps> and finally, the hilarity begins with Dragon Ball Z abridged parody series. That's right. Julian, take us into July here. First thing up in July, we find out that Italy is about to get a new DVD release along with a 5.1 mix Italian track. Oh, those fancy moving around sound depth stuff. I really have no idea how to describe that. <laughs> Frankly, it doesn't seem like it's as big a deal as it had been in the past, especially with the rise of internet streaming and such. Yeah, but, that's true. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. I mean, especially if they're willing to go through the effort to make that happen. Next up, we find out that Dragon Ball DS is due in September in Japan, but still no release date in the U.S. But Atari's annual report notes that half of their profits are due to Dragon Ball, which has some implications for things with uh, Funimation, frankly. Um, where was I? Oh, yes. <clears throat> and we have a new image for the Jump Anime Tour special, showcasing what we later learn are the villains Avo and Kado. Well, villains, if you can call them that, anyway. <laughs> and the Jump Anime Tour special gets named, namely, Os Kaitikita Songoku to Nakamatachi, or Yo, Songoku and his friends return, something like that. Anyway, uh, and then we got the trailer for the Dragon Ball GT box set playing in full screen, not widescreen like the so-called remastered Dragon Ball Z sets. Intriguing. And then we have a Jap Japanese poster for the live-action movie with Goku in something resembling his gi and with a Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, moving on. And Daizenshu EX and Konzentai present Lonely Future Warrior. Trunks. That's right. We did a podcast episode on it. We put it over in the tidbit section. A little joint collaboration between the two finest Dragon Ball sites. Uh, I'm going to say left. ever, <laughs> but left works pretty good too. So definitely go check out uh, that episode and that tidbit. So moving on to August here, we had Final Budokai. This name starts making the rounds on Portuguese websites, and we'll later talk about Infinite World and maybe that was that we don't really know a Japanese man is arrested for selling bootleg dragon box sets nice to see some cracking down going on over there Otakon jam project hell's fucking yeah Hironobu Kageyama came out and did head 
Lala. It was amazing. And Mike cried. We all cried a little we, bit. We did We cry. all did tear up. That's right. Uh, the Dragon Ball GT box set, season one from Funimation, bumped from four to five discs. Similar trend. Uh, I think they did the same thing with the DBZ season one set when they were talking about the discount there. Uh, the Viz Daisenshu arrives. Very, very cool. Viz finally put out Daisenshu one. It came in in August. The Dragon Ball live-action movie junior novel version was announced. Uh, we'll <laughs> probably see that at some point next year. Listings on American retail sites started coming up for Trilogy, Infinite World, and Origins. Trilogy ended up being, uh, you know, we'll get to those in due time. Uh, I believe I have them on the list as we keep going. Dragon Ball DS was announced for the U.S. as Dragon Ball Origins. So there you go, right there, the next thing. I think it might have even been that same week we found out what Origins was. It was Dragon Ball DS. The news on Infinite World world was actually broken by Atari France even before Japan uh, had anything to say about it coming to the PS2 so Final Budokai was not correct in name but maybe in spirit uh, Infinite World ended up being kind of like an expansion of Budokai 3 dropping some characters adding more blah blah blah, blah. the jump anime tour characters Tabul Avoncado uh, well we had the two so-called villains but now we had Tabul showcased and uh, kind of hints at what he may or may not be and then we learned that Dragon Ball Trilogy was actually just a three-pack from Atari, which would contain the first two sparking games over in the U.S., that being Budokai Tenkaichi and Budokai Tenkaichi 2, as well as Super DBZ, so not a collection of the three sparking games, but kind of a half-assed collection of things. Mary, you get a really short month here. Uh, that would be September. Yep, it's uh, drying up here as the year goes on. Dragon Ball DS uh, gets a demo on the Wii's Minano Nintendo channel in Japan. The Jup Animator character sheets leaked, and this is a breakdown of all the character designs, their color schemes, pretty cool stuff. And finally, Dragon Ball Origins uh, keeps the actual Japanese cover art over here in the U.S. as well. Holy crap, one thing we totally forgot to mention, Julian, you just brought this to our attention after we finished recording. This is a yes. news story for this month here in September. It uh, ended September 20th, 2008, over here in America. Julian, what was this? Yes, this was the animated, oh, crazy sort of programming block that kind of existed in its own particular continuity, and that was Toonami. Now, for me, especially as I was uh, getting into my fandom, this really helped shape my interests and my perception of the medium, I think. So for me to see this go was kind of sad, although it really has been going downhill for quite some time. The last right. iteration of, of um, the robot guy, oh, what's his name, Tom, was kind of creepy, frankly. Face. <laughs> right in the Uncanny Valley. But in spite of that, I don't know. It, it has uh, moments of nostalgia that I will remember. So We were saying this before we started recording, but for me, it has uh, memories of being angry with how terrible <laughs> the dub was and being a teenager and basically having nothing else to do other than tell the internet how I dislike things. So that's yeah. how I remember 1999 was uh, season three premiering on, well, first home video and then on uh, Cartoon Network and being pretty bad. Well, I think for a lot of people, it was their first exposure. So Very true. So for all they knew, that's just how it was and you know it continued from there for a couple of years dbc was like the hottest shit they had going for them uh you know i do remember them essentially bringing dbc back into the american fold uh, after the syndication thing ended and kind of test run of seasons one and two to get it going again mary tsunami memories anything you want to throw in here before we move on before I stopped watching Toonami, I have more or less fond memories of it. I just remember being in disbelief about, oh my god, there's this giant block of anime on TV. So at that point, I'd been, you know, an anime fan a couple of years right, prior. So prior it was to... still so niche and still so kind of underground. And then here it is. Oh, it's like an after-school block. This is surreal. You know, it's Gundam Wing and Tenchi Muyo. Well, and what I wanted to say Sailor was prior Wing. to that, it was Robotech and Voltron and that kind of stuff. And then Still anime? Yeah, and DBZ kicked it into Overdrive and... That's kind of really when things took off. I mean, Pokemon was huge, but you could really say that Dragon Ball got anime other than just the pure kids, like little kids stuff going over on American television. So that's it. Anyone else have any uh, last minute tsunami things before the month continues? No, uh, I think that is pretty much it for me. I don't know. 
I, I just remember the mixture of computer animation and the music and their programming selections, which were sometimes really weird, but other other times I felt were really fitting. So it that's it. Certainly an interesting block of programming, and uh, I, I have no problem saying it w- I didn't like the dub, but it was definitely a loss to see Toonami go and the way that Cartoon Network has changed. But for all we know, they're making a shit ton more money the way that they've uh, positioned themselves. So goodbye, Toonami. Let us continue. Good stuff. That's basically it for September. Julian, take us into October. Okay. In October, we have Infinite World due out in America in November, the very next month. And in Japan in December, so actually America gets it first. Infinite World also appears to be getting a new CG opening and music from Hironobu Kageyama, as is the recent trend. And the live-action movie trailer, not to play with Max Payne, as reported, but it will come out soon enough. Oh, boy. Vocal theme confirmed for Infinite World in trailers, and as we suspected, it was indeed Hironobu Kageyama. And it says we, but I believe it refers to Mike and Mary getting married. That's right, big news. Good times there. That's why we didn't update for like two weeks, because <laughs> we were out of the country. Yes, well, I, I almost said we got married, and that would just be kind of weird. <laughs> the podcast got married to itself. <laughs> wow. I'm not oh, quite sure how that works. Alright, let's uh, move on here. Into November, we had a pretty decent month here. Funimation takes out Discount Anime DVD, well known for their bootleg products. Got into some litigation there. Uh, Funimation was going to skip the Broly movies. They were doing these, we talked about it earlier, again, Fukunaga leaked that they were going to do the movie remastered packs. They were doing double features, as they call them. They were going to skip Broly and do DBZ movies 7 and 9. The reason that this was a big deal is up until now, they were starting to do something resembling chronological consistency and now they were just gonna kind of do whatever they wanted to do but we later learned on they would do a Broly triple pack so it kind of makes sense. We had a new product the DBZ and One Piece Batoru Taiken Gomu Gomu no Kamehameha. Julian pronounce the rest for me as if you were Goku. Eh, <laughs> this was announced for the Let's TV Play. <laughs> that would be Let's uh, exclamation point no space TV Play. Uh, this is kind of a wannabe Wii standalone device where it's a crossover game. Lots of 40th anniversary stuff where uh, One Piece and Dragon Ball crossover things. So a little TV game you plug into your TV. Yeah, I just loved how crassly commercial it was. The, oh, the I know. whole how many units we want to sell, who we're aiming it at. <laughs> exactly. Um, I love those Japanese sheets. They're fantastic. Uh, the Infinite World CD single and full soundtrack were announced. Uh, Infinite World CD single came out on Christmas, and the full soundtrack actually comes out this week. So look forward to reviews of those. Uh, more police fun arresting things. A 21-year-old man and two teenagers were arrested in Japan for stealing an entire Gashapon machine. That is wonderful. <laughs> really big news, the Jump Anime Tour special was going to be streamed online the day after the last stop of the tour. And we'll definitely Yay. get to more info on that. Burst Limit was up for a Spike Video Game Award for Best Fighting Game. It lost. TF1 Licensing gets a hold of the Dragon Ball franchise for France. French-speaking Belgium Luxembourg, Switzerland, and Monaco. So some new merch coming out over there. Really big stuff here. Jump Anime Tour streams subtitled in English as well as raw Japanese and subbed in other languages. This was huge. We thought we'd just be getting a raw. It might even be IP blocked from outside Japan. Hell's no. Fully subbed in English. Amazing. And we learned that there would be a DVD release to come in 2009 via Jump Magazine and Sendaways. And Julian, I will of course give you money. Make sure you secure me a copy. Okay. <laughs> right. So, uh, Mary, why don't you finish it off here? Give us December. Okay, December was pretty heavy. Uh, the Medicom Goku figures were found to actually be quite defective. They were cracking, and I believe there was some photo evidence as well. The Dragon Ball GT box sets are indeed full screen, and we just covered that in a podcast recently, so go check that out. The Dragon Ball live-action movie gets a new name. It's now called Dragon Ball Evolution, as seen by uh, the trailer and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> trying to like grasp at words uh, Ayumi Hamasaki is uh, revealed to be performing the movie's theme song called Rule the live action movie The Game uh, was announced to be coming out for the PSP and this was shown off at Jump Festa wow oh god that's uh, terrifying okay uh, Bandai was uh, going to be re-releasing the Cardass series yay uh, also Glenant uh, who I don't know what that is oh oh that's right it's a Dutch uh, is going to be released 
releasing the Kanzen Bond for the Dutch the market. French, actually. So cool stuff. Spain is going to be packaging their dual packs into five volume Dragon Box sets. Also very nice for all these countries. Getting cool stuff. Dragon Ball Z Story is a new game that was announced for the Nintendo DS and will be coming out in this year. Viz Kids uh, chapter books were announced by Viz. We're still unsure as to what these really are. And uh, we also find out that the live action movie is going to be getting these chapter books as well. So get some uh, pretty bizarre announcements at the end of 2008. And that is 2008 in a nutshell. Yes. We just covered 52 weeks, 365 days. Wow, what a whirlwind. So basically, we didn't need to do the podcast for the entire year. We could have just done this one and be all caught up. Oh, wow. I guess you wouldn't be up to date with stuff as it happened, but that's fine. Mary, you've been talking. I'm going to stick with you for a little bit. Sure. We're going to go around. I want to get everyone's biggest surprise and what you feel is the most important news story. So why don't we start with biggest surprise? Mary, what was the biggest surprise from your perspective? Uh, biggest surprise was how Viz decided crazily to start doing all these new releases, ambiguous releases for no for good everything. reason, it seems. And it's like, okay, well, pretty much people would have everything there is to be had by now who who is this stuff for like the two people that don't own this right we expect this to exploit things but there was that one month where we learned collector's edition hardcover fifth anniversary and manga box that is absolutely crazy yeah i just found it surprising because it was so shameless yeah it's like wow it's milking things pretty badly definitely shameless is a great word julian let me go over to you what is the biggest surprise from your perspective uh, gotta say that the biggest surprise for me was definitely the specials, I think. But equally surprising for me was also the whole abridged series thing really taking off, because that, that was kind of out of the blue for me. But we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later, I think. All right, fine. Uh, you didn't go into a whole lot of detail with the specials thing, so I'm going to kind of bite off of that. Biggest surprise, holy crap, subtitled in English mostly fluently <laughs> the next day after the tour stopped. It, there was no wait for everyone in the entire world to enjoy this and kind of in your own language I mean it wasn't subtitled in every language but just having it in English and Spanish I'm pretty sure it was in Spanish was enough for pretty much a good portion of the fan base to check it out that was huge and uh, because you already mentioned that I will toss out one other thing and that was the announcement and release of Daisenji number one from Viz that was uh, oh yeah that was a big surprise pretty surprising too. I think for all of us so why don't I go around then we'll go in the same order Mary uh, those are surprising to us but what do you feel was the most important news story of the year? Well, I was going to say the the specials as being important, but I guess from a business standpoint, a pretty important news piece was um just the whole acquisition of Atari by Infogrames. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, man, you know they're really doing badly. And I guess jointly with that is the delisting from the NASDAQ. Right. It's kind of interesting when, you know, the video game industry is thriving so much, and yet, despite having this massively popular franchise that's Which they make half 50% of their money, of their money <laughs> like, they're still floundering and get bought out so right i don't know how how important it will be in the long run just because i feel like we've gotten so many video games over the last three four five years that okay what is 2009 really gonna have in store you know 2009 is not gonna be important but if i remember correctly the contract expires in 2010 okay. so that could be important so there are the implications and that's why i feel it's important but okay. in my heart the specials were the most important thing okay <laughs> Julian, how about you? What was the most important news story from your perspective? Well, like Mary, I also feel that the specials are probably the most important thing from with regards to being a fan. Yeah, totally reinvigorated the fan base, I'd say. Yeah, but even besides that, I think in a larger perspective from North American, uh, from the North American market, basically the entire collapse of the anime-based industry apart from Funimation. Right, you know, we didn't really cover it because uh, it didn't affect Funimation too much. When things started going down, we did do an episode about uh, how it affected Funimation, and really it didn't do anything to affect Dragon Ball, but now we have Funimation picking up everyone's other lost licenses. They just announced that they're doing the new Ava movies. I mean, Funimation and Viz basically own the industry here right now. Yeah, what I think that was completely unexpected, but some of it probably has to do with their money that they made from Dragon Ball. Right. So Dragon Ball saved the anime industry. Dragon Ball and Naruto, let me tell you. Pokemon. And, oh, and Pokemon, because 4Kids is technically still around. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, but I, I think that actually it's not done by four kids anymore. I have no idea. Yeah, I think Nintendo brought it back into the fold. All right. Uh, yeah, so anyway, do you have any other comments you want to make on that? Uh, well, just that I think we all love to hate on Funimation for certain things, you especially, Mike. But oh, it's all in good fun. I just found that incredibly amusing, especially because I don't think anyone really expected that that would be the case. You know, back when we were especially, yeah, ten years ago. Bands. Oh yeah, we we never would have ten seen years this ago. Kind of who would have thought Funimation would be dominating the industry? You know, we've talked uh, about this a little bit, and it's really tough for people who are just getting into this and don't know anything other than Funimation being basically the giant of the industry now. Mary, do you remember Funimation's original homepage? Yeah, it was, it was black, and there was logos of all their there properties, were four, which there were, were like four things: Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, something with a crazy scientist, and some other show. Cyborgs. Cyborgs. Yeah, exactly. And I forget what the other one was. <laughs> They were nobody. They were this piss-poor company. They couldn't even distribute their own videos. Fast forward 10 years, and they're taking out Genion and ADV. This is crazy. Absolutely insane. Pretty awesome, though. (laughs) Is it awesome? They're giving me the shows that I want. For cheap. For cheap, yeah. It's good for consumers right now, anyways. Yeah. Well, I don't know. With the economy going the way it's going, we'll see how long things can last. Uh, Fair enough. For the moment. Ugh. All right, so I guess I'll go with what I feel the most important news story of the year was. God, I don't know. You guys covered some really important things there, so I'm scrolling up and down the list. I mean, there are cool things, but what was really important, Mary, the the Atari and Infogrames thing was really important from a business perspective and how much money is uh, changing hands there. Julian, the entire domestic anime industry, that's really huge. And I don't think there's anything in particular with the live-action movie that really solidifies it just yet. I mean, it doesn't even come out until next year, so it's just... You mean this year? Well, true. Yeah, we're in 2009. So May I humbly suggest something then, sir? Yes, please. Talk about the new interaction level with the fandom considering the various videos that have come about through the miracles of YouTube and such. Other streaming sites as well, I suppose. Does that make any sense at all? No. Uh, what, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so the idea that fans can take the series and repurpose it and make their own sort of new things... With it. You know, that, rather like very Mary's, old, Mary's old something theater with her action figures, but on a different level entirely. I don't know if that's the big story of the year because it's kind of been building up and building up. But I, oh, I think true. you're right that this uh, 2008 was the biggest year so far of these things happening. I mean, we did our own little contributions with a couple more inconsistencies videos, but we have things like the newer Bridge series, and there are other fan series out there, and people are doing you know parodies and redubs. I mean, when we, Mary, we had skits on the show and we had their their um, fan dub from 1999 showing like, oh, this is how a dub could be done. Technology has improved so much. People basically are redubbing the series as is. I mean, we're extracting 5.1 audio tracks to totally rescore the series. And there was a dub of the... Uh, Saiyajin Zetsumetsu Keikaku. There's so many interesting things out there from all over the world. I mean, the Japanese mads are getting cooler and cooler. So many things going on. But now we're at a point where, Mary, we've been talking about this, a lot of our AMVs are getting uh, DMCA takedown notices over on yep. YouTube. It seems like the year ends and maybe some contracts over there at YouTube aren't uh, the same as they have been in the past. Things are getting taken down. And that's mostly from the audio side of things. It'll be interesting to see where the video side of things go. Because uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but a bridge was actually taken out by Funimation briefly. At least episode one uh, was taken down entirely due to uh, Funimation copyright request, uh, takedown request. So it's been a huge year, and the way Crunchyroll has been going, I've never even been to Crunchyroll. I don't even know what the hell they do. But suddenly, like, they're going to be streaming new episodes of Shippuden as it air. This is absolutely crazy, the, the way this stuff has gone. So, Julian, I think it's fairly accurate to say that the user-generated content community has evolved over the years and 08 was absolutely huge in its content production and uh, it'll definitely be interesting to see where it goes from here. There you go. Alright then. So with that out of the way I would like to take a look at the predictions we all made in 2007 or the beginning of 2008 for the entire year of 2008. Mary I'll start with you. Your one actual prediction was that the movie would be delayed. The live action movie. Lo and behold Oh yeah. The movie was delayed. Dead on accurate there. Other than that you said not much in the way you want to see. You actually hope crap comes out so you're not tempted to buy anything and you summed up by saying you hope 2008 sucks balls <laughs> oh man so how did your uh, hopes and predictions come true with that well 
Okay, the movie thing was awesome that I was right. My crystal ball was working in full effect. Um, I don't think I bought much in 2008. No, not the way Dragon Ball stuff. I mean, when we do, it's usually me that buys it, like the Chozenshu and various other things. Yeah, I think we might have bought some little figures here and there. Got some cool stuff from friends. Um, so I don't think crap came out. There was a bit of crap, but there was also a bit of cool stuff too. All right, fair enough. Let's go over to Julian. You said, you think you'll be keeping tabs on things in Japan? And you said, uh, well, I suppose we'll find out what happens. And you're hoping that no one cashes in on the Moe craze with a DBZ dating simulator. I think it's fair to say that I was accurate in those predictions. <laughs> I think you're entirely accurate. You've uh, kept tabs on things in Japan. You suppose we'll find out, and we did indeed find out through the natural course of time, and there has been no DBZ dating simulator. Aww. So I was right on all points. It's, it's <laughs> good to make were. predictions that you're pretty sure will be. I was, you know, I was going to say, the last two years, you've basically made no prediction predictions <laughs> that don't actually say anything. <laughs> so it's impossible for you safe. to be wrong. So It's got know, 100% success rating. It, it, I'm going to hound you with our next prediction. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that the Dragon Ball Z live action movie is not going to make a huge impact. We'll get to on- that. Save it. Save it. We'll talk about it. Julian, why? Why don't you read me what my predictions were? Oh, okay. Fine, I can do that. Where are your predictions? Are they on here? Okay. So, <clears throat> Mike, you did not think that the movie would be delayed. It wouldn't be... Ouch. All right. It wouldn't be terrible, but it wouldn't be very good. I mean, how bad can it be, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know yet. Mm, we'll see more news for Dragon Ball Online halfway through the year. All right. Good on that. We got uh, gameplay footage and a promotional trailer, all sorts of stuff. So, okay. good call, Mike. Besides Burst Limit, games will slow down. I mean, eh, wrong. Well, I mean, besides Burst Limit, we had uh, DS and Infinite World, and Infinite World was kind of a rehash. So, I mean, they kind of slowed down, but then we heard more announcements like the PSP game and Dragon Ball Z Story for 2009. So I'm gonna say I got 50% on that. Okay, and then Funimation will keep doing box sets and announcements about GT and the movies will be coming as well, and you'll need to start talking about them soon. Yeah, because we... Uh, you know, they were going with DBZ and they had other stuff other than DBZ and if they were going to do it, they'd have to start talking about it soon. And sure enough, we heard about the uh, double features for the DBZ movies and we finally just got that GT box set uh, basically a year after we first told you about it. So it was uh, mostly good on that, but I think that was a pretty safe call. Okay. But regardless, I did it. All right. So our 2008 predictions Overall, pretty accurate. I think that's uh, better than we did the previous year, but I didn't check the previous year to find out. I only checked this one. So, with that in mind, we've talked about everything that transpired over the last year and how right or wrong we were about those. It is time to look towards 2009. Mary, I will once again begin with you. Tell me a couple things. Uh, what is in your crystal ball for next year? I predict that video games are still going to be coming out in obscene numbers. You know, let's put a number on it. How many exactly, how many video games do you think we'll see? next year. We know that two are announced. Okay, we know two are announced, so I'm going to say they're going to announce another two. Okay, so you think we'll see four games released in 2009? Yes, yeah, somehow, okay. some way. Fair enough. It will happen. Alright, uh, what else do you think? I think that Viz will find another way some cockamamie scheme to re-release the manga. Maybe it'll give us, like, Dragon Ball with 3D wacky glasses and the images, like, <laughs> pop out at you or something. I don't know that Viz Big will finish by the end of 2009. That's your prediction. Well, no, I think going by their release schedule that oh, we've okay. seen. <laughs> I'm saying I'm pretty sure I recall. So other than Viz Big, you know, we have those box sets coming in February. You think there'll be something else that they'll do? If it's another Daisenshu, that would be awesome. That would be, like, optimistic way of thinking. Well, that's just thinking about it, what do you actually predict with regards to visiting you know the Daisenshu? Let's say I predict they'll do something else with the Daisenshu. Okay. Announce or release? I don't care. Either or. Okay, Anything. Something. Poop on it. I don't know. They do something with the Daisenshu. All right. Make paper airplanes. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you have anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, I think that Funimation will put out all the movies in these little sets and once you know that and GT are all done they'll probably do a ginormous monster Dragon Ball Z set okay you think they'll do an entire series set yes okay what about the movies do you think they'll do uh, an entire they'll probably follow plus? suit eventually okay. those are my predictions all right let's go over to Julian then Julian what do you think is going to happen in 2009 in Japan in America elsewhere well I, I do think that the live-action movie is not going to have a huge impact on the fandom it seems to be the way it's going 
thing unless there's a huge surprise that it's doing to be received as another generic kind of kung fu action movie and it probably won't deter any already existing fans of the series although it might turn off some people from the other aspects of the series that's my prediction anyway my i also think that with the economic cooldown we might not see a huge amount in the way of like really brand new stuff i i can see compilations and whatnot still coming up but maybe not so much in the way of new and exciting things we'll see is that it you got anything else um let's see can i make a third prediction yeah Uh, absolutely anything you have um i'll still be here in japan so i'll be keeping tabs on stuff when are you actually coming back or do you not even have a date you're just kind of working do whatever the hell you want i plan on doing one more year here and then coming back okay yep and that's that's my plan basically all right so let me give you my predictions for 09 funimation they're going to finish up their dbz remastered box sets we are going to get an announcement of the forthcoming blu-ray release of the entire series so those of you who just bought it on dvd are going to rebuy it on (laughs) blu-ray i'm predicting this i don't know it for sure but i can give you a 99 percent guarantee on that that Funimation will announce their plans for Blu-ray and Dragon Ball Z. Beyond that, Funimation, I'm going to say that absolutely nothing is going to come of the original Dragon Ball TV series next year. There is still going to be no resolution of 1 through 13. They will not make any announcement regarding uh, re-release of the Dragon Ball TV series. They will just uh, concentrate on Z once again with Blu-ray. Maybe, you know, I was going to say 010. Maybe in 10 <laughs> we'll hear. I guess 010 still kind of works. We'll hear about it, <laughs> but not next year. For the video game front, Mary, I'm going to slightly adapt to what you said. You think we'll see four video games released next year? I'm going to say we're going to see three actually come out with one more announced for 2010. Mm. I think there's going to be... I'll tell you exactly what those three games are. It's going to be that PSP game for the live-action movie. It's going to be Dragon Ball Z Story. It's going to be Burst Limit 2. And we'll hear one more announced that will probably not come out until 2010. On the Viz front, I'm going to disagree with you, Mary. I don't think Viz is going to do a whole lot else with Dragon Ball other than Viz Big. On the Daisenshu front, I don't think we'll see anything in 2009 actually come out. Maybe towards the end of the year, we'll hear some sort of announcement regarding guidebooks. Whether or not it's a Daisenshu, I don't know, but I don't think we'll actually see anything like that. Uh, the live-action movie, I think it's going to be pretty terrible. I have hopes, dreams, aspirations that it is not, but the reality of the situation, that's probably going to be a pretty bad movie. Do we think it will bomb in the box office? Well, what's a bomb? I, I mean... Not recouping the I, money that went into it. I do not think it will recoup its costs. Is that a fair enough prediction? Yes, I agree. Okay. Uh, I think the Japanese fan base will continue, not even fan base, the Japanese population will continue to laugh at it. They're going to think it's the silliest thing they've ever seen in their life. Uh, Silliest thing since sliced bread. uh, Sliced bread is pretty silly. That covers America... other stuff i mean i we had the jump anime tour special i don't think we're going to see any new animation next year i think that was a a one-time thing hopefully in the future but i predict nothing for next year and i think that's all i have so there you go our 2009 predictions those were pretty beefy i think so i think we did a much better job because i actually asked you guy and gal to genuinely predict something this time it's a good job all right so unless anyone has any further comments I think that wraps up our topic. We have a couple of very, very brief last things. So let us conclude the show. We'll move on to releases. January has just started and the releases are about to start and finish at the same time. Julian, we have something on January 5th, which is the day after this comes out on a Monday. That's very true. In fact, we have, oh God, the Dragon Ball TV anime comics. This is volume four of the Cell Games. Thank you, Mike, for having me do this. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. It's predictable at this point. Yes, I should have made this prediction. Anyway, (laughs) it's 700... I predict Julian's gonna burn them all in a bonfire. We're gonna hear about Julian. That'll be our news story for our police arresting over in Japan for this year. I predict Julian's gonna get in deep shit. It's 730 yen for something that you could easily buy for less with the regular comics and it's put out by Shueisha who really should know better but obviously they are interested in making more money oh they know better that's why it's coming out (sighs) so yeah if you really 
can't live without it, I guess you could buy it if you really want to. Okay, fair enough. On January 7th, also over there in Japan, that's a Wednesday, Dragon Ball Z Infinite World original soundtrack. Uh, we finally have cover art for it, though. It's another recycled image, just like the uh, CD single. It's that shot, Mary, I think you'll know it, of Super Saiyan 2 Gohan wearing the cape and the one hand forward. It's a pretty classic shot. Cape? No response. The turban, Piccolo's thing. Oh, okay. Uh, Kenji Yamamoto did the music. Uh, Hironobu Kageyama did the theme songs. Uh, we don't have a full track listing yet, but we know it has the opening and ending themes, probably the TV sized, along with an English version of the opening, which is also on the CD single. We think we don't quite know. I'll let you know when I get it in. It is 2912 over at CD Japan. Mary, we're staying in Japan over on that Friday, the 9th. So every two days we've got something. What oh, else? Whoa. Okay, it's a Dragon Ball Z Movie 2 Region 2 single DVDs. This time it's Dragon Ball Z Movies 11 and 12. They retail for 2,800 yen each. You can find them on uh, Amazon, Japan, CV Japan. You know, good, good sites of quality, quality. That's right. Last thing, we don't have a date for it, but if history is any indication, I wrote January 10th, where N is the number of the date that we don't know. But hopefully we'll see Dragon Ball Z Volume 28 over in Spain. There would be a two-disc set, and it should theoretically contain episodes 232 through 239 for 24.95 euros. Uh, ZonaDBD.com has not actually put up a listing for it, but it's been every month, so hopefully we'll see something. And that's uh, it for January. So with that done, we're going to do the one email relating to the topic of this episode. Julie, why don't you read the email here from Josh? And Josh is the only one who wrote anything relating to 2008, so that's why we're doing this one email. All right. Well, Josh writes to us saying, How well do you think Dragon Ball has fared for the fan base in 2008? Is there an area that slumped or stood out in comparison to other areas? Ah, good question. Mary, I take it to you first. Well, let's see. Um, I think the cosplay area has, like, been supremely awesome. Hells yeah. And we discussed that just the other week. So that's a major plus slump. I don't know. It's hard to tell because I'm not really that involved in the community. Uh, I mean, people are still, you know, making the occasional AMVs and, you know, the fan parodies shot up like crazy this year, too. How about Dragon Ball as a whole, as a franchise? Has it done well for its fan base this year, do you yeah, think? Yeah, I think people are hating it less. <laughs> okay. It's, I, I don't know. I think overall 2008 for the fan base has been pretty damn pretty good. Pretty damn good? All right. Julian, what do you think? Well, definitely, I think that in terms of a lot of things, the fan base has fared pretty well. I mean, people are really looking at DBZ in a positive light. It may be the fact that it's not really on TV anymore, swinging it back around to the sort of nostalgia-type view. Right. You know how that goes, the cycle. After the backlash for becoming too mainstream comes the nostalgia looking back fondly on the years when you were a fan. So I, I got to say that it doesn't really get too much hate in these days, which I like, although I kind of miss it being on TV for the nostalgia, I guess. <laughs> Though, frankly, I, I haven't seen the dub in years. <laughs> Is it on over there on TV in Japan, anywhere? Um, Maybe, but I don't have satellite TV, and I don't have a TV for that matter. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> hey, you can get it on your cell phone now. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I don't want to spend the money for that either. But anyway, <laughs> fair enough. regardless, um, in spite of that, I think the fandom has actually fared pretty well. I mean, you have the whole boom in user-generated contact, which content, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And I also think that just in terms of the availability of things for them to enjoy, it's quite a good time to be a fan, whether it's video games or manga or anime, regardless of whether it's the ideal release, which I know how you feel about that, Mike. That's right. But it's out there, you know, get people who like it. And in spite of the fact that it's not really newness in um, North American TV, you're still getting new fans, which is quite impressive, actually. Absolutely. So I think all things considered, it's a pretty good year to be a fan, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the next year brings. Good call. I'm going to agree with you guys. I think 2008 was a fantastic year. If only because of the new special, we got new Dragon Ball of substantial volume for the first time in... In about a decade and I think that was huge for us I think that really brought everyone back together and it was amazing and I'm so happy to have stuck with Dragon Ball all these years and be able to come to this new special so happy and see it so fondly and just have so much fun with it and that's really all I have to say I think 2008 was a great year one of the best we've had in uh, recent memory so there you go Mary if people want to send us questions comments concerns hopes dreams aspirations, aspirations marriage proposals money money is great 
right, yeah. Where? Animals. Fuzzy, cute ones, particularly. <laughs> we have enough animals. <laughs> Send them by way of podcast at diezex.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. Fair enough. Thank you. You're welcome. And by fair enough, I mean that was correct. It was fair, bitch. <laughs> it was a fair delivery. <laughs> could have read it better, you but, could do you better. Know. It's fine. Whatever. Put more emotion into it. Once more. With feeling. I feel this email with all my heart. Uh, show is over. So <laughs> this Yoo-hoo! was 158. We have officially started 2009. 2009. Dazen X is 11 years old. Temple of Trunks is 11 years old. Amazing. So we are next prepubescent. Week, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We're almost at the awkward years. Our hormones are going. <laughs> crazy. We're not sure if we like girls or not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Our sights are going to totally make out. Oh my God, that's crazy. Uh, anyway, so next week is going to be the manga review of Oscar. Awesomeness for volume 23 of the manga. And if I'm doing my math and memory correctly, that would be DBZ volume 7 going by the Viz release. And that would be Viz Big volume 3 for DBZ. I'm not sure if that's out yet, but there you go. And I actually know what we're doing the week after that. We've uh, got someone coming back on the show, so we'll talk about that in the near future. We are? Yeah. We are. I I haven't told you guys but i was talking to him earlier yeah he's great tell him he's awesome he's i you just did tell him he's awesome because i know awesome. he's listening you're so cool because he may or may not host a podcast oh man <laughs> so he, he's got something to talk about i think my voice is semi-cracked i am 11 years old <laughs> Uh, Julian. Yeah. Actually, hold on. Mary. Oh, what? <laughs> Temple of Trunks. Oh, yeah. Plug it. Uh, Temple of Trunks. That's www.temploterunks.com. And it's a shell of its former self. Enjoy. Thank you. <laughs> Julian, yeah. you and I can be found at DiesNGUEX. Yes, that's right. And DiesNGUEX can be found at http colon slash slash www.daizex.com. And for those of you in the Commonwealth, that would be w www full stop d-a-i-z-e-x full stop c-o-m thank you we have uh, a new page coming i know i sent you the link i just have a couple quick things for you to take a look at and then it's basically done cool so if you want to review that uh hopefully i can premiere that page maybe with this episode i don't know but hopefully i know i said last week within the next week but we're getting to it all right so look forward to that so i think that's it so we'll see everyone next week. Here's to a fantastic 2009, because 08 was pretty damn awesome. So for Mary over here. Bye. And for Julian off in Japan. Hey. My name's Mike, Vegito EX. Julian, give us 2009. Okay. Whoa, good job there with the new year. Yeah, I almost missed it. And I just, that was one of the last things I changed. And Julian, when I told you to refresh it, uh, that's why. Uh, I see. No, I mean, there are other things in addition to the year, but that was one Does of the it, is things. Is it updated in the title bar? Of the, no, no, it, there is no year up in the title bar of the notes. Oh, okay, I thought I saw two. It, it does. It says 2008 in review. Oh, because that's oh, what we're doing. <laughs> Okay. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Logic. Let's do it.